0: Friday night and the lights are low. I like ABBA and Reed Coverdale's gay. <laughs> you can definitely say that Reed's a trucker, but we definitely didn't have sex. <laughs> he, he already fucked it off, Reed. Yeah, he already he
1: already went off script. I'm, fix,
0: I'm officially debuting the Gallo song. Maybe you can say that we had sex, but we definitely didn't fuck.
1: <laughs> He's gonna, so, he, if you watch this, Jose, you got to clip that and put it on Twitter. You've got impersonators. That's how far you've made it now. Like, these right. guys impersonate Alex Jones and Donald Trump professionally, and they're, in, they're <laughs> now they're doing it to you. So, you know, that's pretty good.
0: The Galison's been the biggest thing in the house for the last couple weeks, definitely. Yeah, talk about the critical mass, Mike, that Jose Galison has reached here in the Jackman uh, household. Well, first, I just want to say cheers to uh, everybody. Yeah. Um, happy Friday. We got snowed in up here in New Hampshire. We got snowed in. I shut rabbit down. Rapid Eye
1: Blueberry Wine from Will Bell. Go check it out. Oh, yeah. stuff.
0: Reed's, uh, ding, ding, con- ding. Contractually, ob- <laughs> You are contractually obligated, Reed, to exactly. so talk about blueberry wine and the blueberry ring that will go around your mouth and your anus by the end of the night at <laughs> Yeah, basically, Galison kind of, he entered my heart and when I accepted Gallison into my heart, um, that's when I knew that that was the path I was going to walk, and, and I could never be the same again. And, um, yeah. yeah, you're born I, I,
1: again. You're born again.
0: Basically, yeah. You again, you yeah, know. but yeah, it's, he's he's, be, he's become your world, Mike, hasn't he? You you know that saying you can't you don't know, choose who you love, and that's kind of just that's kind of what happened, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. It's hard to put into words, but he's. Um, they're writing the book. They're writing the book about them and uh, it's not what would Jesus do. It's what would Galison do. So <laughs> yeah. And when when uh, Reed and I call each other for our weekly one nine hundred phone sex sessions, um, we we just that's the line, and we we screwed it up the last couple times. Reed.
1: Yeah, you guys like you had it wrong. You had it. Uh, you could say we fucked, but we definitely didn't have sex, yeah, sex. or something. You're saying it wrong, but now you're yeah. It. yeah.
0: Yeah. Tower tower gang
1: will mess you up, it will change your life. Not not necessarily in a positive I, way either. I,
0: after, after I did Tower Gang, I felt like I had watched the movie eight millimeter eight times, you know, with um Joaquin Phoenix and uh fucking Nicolas Cage. Have you seen that read? I have, yep.
2: Long oh, the movie's
0: <laughs> fucking twisted. And then after after the whole Epstein thing, you're like, wow, eight millimeter is actually real. That stuff's real. Yeah. Well it makes I didn't even wonder think
1: we... what else I've been wrong about in the past. You know, like what else uh, is you going on that? We don't know? You weren't
0: wrong about Huckabee, that's for sure. Oh no, yeah. God, yeah, I was. <laughs> that was a good take. No, that was a spicy take back in what oh uh, eight. Yeah. When did he run? Well he oh, ran a couple eight. times. Yeah.
1: Well he 16, ran at sixteen, he ran. but he didn't. He well, he ran
0: most he ran mostly as a joke in sixteen.
1: Yeah. He, he <laughs> got third place in thousand eight, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah, he looked like a deflated basketball because like that shows like what a
1: sad state our country was in in two thousand
0: eight. That he came well, to third he, place. <laughs> he won the Iowa cockass in 08. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he, he won a bunch out there. Share of
1: primaries. He won several yeah. primaries. It was like, ooh.
0: yeah, he was actually being like seriously considered as like a viable like front runner. Yeah. I remember that. And then, like, Herb Herman Cain before he died of COVID was considered a front runner, and um, Michelle Bachman. Michelle Bachman surged for a minute, and she she was full retard when we saw her on the Hill. Remember, yeah, did you ever tell read that Reed, did you ever tell you when we met Michelle Bachman on the steps of Capitol Hill? You did. Yeah, it was amazing, dude. Oh it was, my, dude. So we were like, we acted like fanboys, like we were really excited to meet her. We we're like, Congress Congresswoman Bachman, oh, it's so great to meet you. Can we get a photo? And, oh yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, yeah, you know. And, or like just, just totally like hammered it up with her. There's a photo. There's a photo that I, I'm gonna dig it up. I'm gonna dig the photo up. You know, it's yeah,
1: funny because yeah. some of these Republicans have gotten better over the last several years, but a lot of them haven't, and people have just forgotten how retarded they are. And like, I was kind of young. I, I've just watched a lot of videos of the past. <laughs> like you guys were around. Like we actually that. politically involved in that full retardation in like 2012. <laughs> 2008. It's
0: like it's everything. Oh my God! Yeah, Mitt yeah, Romney and the New Gingrich's campaign seem very quaint at this point. <laughs> yeah. Mike, remember, remember when Els and I wore the Tom Tancredo shirts to the Mitt Romney event? Dude, that was amazing. That, Do you know I about Tom Tancredo? Reed?
1: I met him. He came to <laughs> came to our school.
0: Dude, he was a fool. he was a he's a ghoul. Like <laughs> he was anti-immigration, um, like MAGA before Trump was a thing. With yeah, it, he, he was pre-post proto MAGA. You guys,
1: uh, Fire Pixie just said it's like watching the Mean Girls that don't let Ryan Dawson sit at them sit at the table with. Them.
0: <laughs> what is that shit? Of course we let him sit with us. I just I don't know where he is, Mike. Man, we got some special.
1: He's out there being based somewhere. You see
0: that, Mike? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, just off the wire. Jose Galison proud to be proud to become large enough to be impersonated. Wow, that's yeah. well. You, you got to read it like Gallison.
1: Yeah, yeah. Read it like Gallison.
0: Like you could say that I'm not proud but I'm definitely fucking proud to become large enough to have sex and be impersonated <laughs> oh, yeah you gotta got, clip got,
1: those Jose put them on Twitter those are incredible
0: yeah uh, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to what is it tower power gang or tower hour power gang what what's the <laughs> <laughs> I love I love
1: that it's so confusing because we call ourselves tower gang but it's tower power yeah. hour but then if you type it in on YouTube I think it's something else so yeah it's one well I it's favorite.
0: Tower tower in yeah. It says Tower White Power, is what it says. <laughs> no, you guys are the cringe lords that we need. Hey, oh, dude, we're,
1: like, we're like the jesters, you know, that keep the king in line. That's kind of what Liberty's, we get, so. Liberty's Liberty, jesters, my Liberty's jesters, yeah, exactly. for
0: sure. Yeah. That's a shout out from our brother in law, Fortune, down in D.C. Our base brother in law from uh, Nigeria. He's an awesome dude. Oh, he's the one who loves the king. He loves the king. Yeah. <laughs> So. Your fortune impression, Eric. For for me. yeah. So like the the first time Laura brought him to New Hampshire to meet the family, um, we were sitting down and uh, having dinner here in Peterborough, and and Fortune sits down and you know he knew about my Trump impression, he'd seen it and stuff, and he's just like, oh Trump, I love Trump, he's a gangster, I love him. And we just we had a good laugh, and I was like, all right, Laura, keep this guy around, I like him. Yeah, if You're not going to marry him, I will. <laughs> He, he, he gets it, you know, about the king. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But he loves him because he loves him, right? He's not quite on the same page. Or...
0: No, I, I think he just he loves the bravado and the personality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, that's, uh, that's what know he's. Love, so. I, I, I don't know really anything about politics in Nigeria. So, I mean, I, obviously it's probably very corrupt, just like ours, our politics are. But, um, sure. you know, for people from other parts of the world, they see a figure like the king, and then they move here to America, they get a kick out of him. So I'm here for that 100%. Yeah, it's he's still something kind of else, a, man.
1: Why is he not on getter or is he? I couldn't find him on getter. I,
0: the, uh, I think they're because he's launching his own social media platform. Isn't it called Truth or something? <laughs> Truth, Truth he social. Told, he told thirty thousand lies in just under four years. <laughs> like documented. Like I hate the Washington Post and, and Bezos, but they had a project where they documented all the mistruths and lies <laughs> that Trump told. It was over thirty thousand. I mean, probably, that's probably generous.
1: To his credit, like they were mostly dumb lies. Like there weren't. Yeah. Like he didn't tell as many big lies. He just told well, they weren't a lot. weapons
0: of mass destruction lies. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Like he yeah. he told a bunch of stupid lies. Like yeah. just like little things, you know. Just, like whatever. He's like, but, I think
0: that you are a nasty person. Sit down. Sit down. I miss that read every that's day. It. I'm the most healthy president that is probably
1: ever served. Like that, that's that was, a big lie. My, my favorite, <laughs> dude,
0: he's got he got quite the cake on him. That, that, cake. <laughs> that cake, dude. What did, he, what did you say he was two hundred and seventy-five pounds easily? You know, over 300. No, no, no. He's two twenty. That's what he says. <laughs> I'm, you know? I'm a two hundred and eleven pounds coming in. Okay, and then if my my hair weighs fifty pounds. I
1: weigh nothing. like two hundred twenty pounds.
0: So. <laughs> no, no, the king. The, the king is got to be pushing a three note. I mean, he's six three. And he's, he's a bit, yeah. Like you said, like he's got a thick cake. Yeah. He's, I don't want to body shame or, or bully, but man, they just got quite the <laughs> cake on them. Quite the cake. Dr. X says, Reed, congrats on the Kennedy interview.
1: Yeah, that's uh, pretty nuts. I, I don't know much about what we're talking about yet. She, uh, so Olivia Rondo shouted me out the other day. Cause they were talking about the trucker strike up in Canada and she talks about my YouTube channel and how I'm a libertarian trucker goes around interviewing people. Um, and then they reached out to me a couple of days ago and asked me if I'd come on the show, said yes. And then they emailed me back today. And apparently I'm going on Monday night um, and we're going to be following up on Monday morning as far as what we're going to be talking about or whatever. So yeah. It's pretty, pretty nuts, man.
0: <laughs> it's awesome. It's exciting. Man. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Well, you put in a lot of work the last year and stayed consistent and um, weathered some serious storms, you know, from bitch fuck cocks, from uh, triglets, you know, from triglets. Fed fed posters, Fed posers, and everything in between, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't it really is. Like... Go oh, ahead, sorry, sorry Reed. go
1: ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it is amazing the ire of how many people I have drawn ire from, you know, like, I, I've been surprised at that. Um, like, Gabe Hoffman, <laughs> like, that guy is after me, that guy, uh, and he, I mean, it seems like you have to have somewhat of a presence to draw that guy's attention, and I, I did, and then, I don't know, it, it, it seems like every week I piss off some group, like uh yesterday it was like the trad catholics um it's been the 9-11 truth community uh it's been the bitcoiners it's been i mean it's been like every group you can imagine the tulsi group like i mean it doesn't matter like some <laughs> group i pissed all of them off at some point <laughs> Like it, it,
0: you're not doing it right unless you piss somebody off everybody off at some point
1: well i'm doing it right then if that's the measure of success so. <laughs> I,
0: I, would, I would say you're doing it right yeah i, I totally i feel you on that one like you're, you're talking to this group at one point, and you agree on a major thing, and then they see you saying something they disagree with. Like, "Whoa, whoa, wait a minute! I thought you were one of us." And it's like, "Well, wait a minute! I thought I had my own friggin' brain and sovereign ability to, uh, you know, discern different opinions and topics." So, yeah, but it's interesting. I didn't realize the Libertarian Party had a woke sector till I heard you guys talking about it. Like, I, I don't uh,
1: see. I didn't either. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you guys. I mean. I haven't been in it as long as you have, but like I liked, you know, I wasn't a libertarian in 2012, but I liked Ron Paul because he just seemed genuine or whatever. Um, and then Rand Paul just, you know, he caught my attention filibustering John Brennan's nomination. Mm-hmm. And so then when he ran in 2016, I was behind him. And then I voted for Gary Johnson and then Tulsi Gabbard. And then I got like back into the Libertarian Party. And I didn't realize this huge fucking split existed either. You know, it was just like, oh, okay, libertarian. Like, I mean, especially after being on the Tulsi Gabbard campaign with how many different types of people you had. I mean, you had like MAGA, you had Bernie 2016, you had, uh, I mean, you had like literally everybody. Military people. Yeah. So then when you go to the Libertarian Party, where you're like, oh, everyone agrees on like 98% of the issues, it's like, oh, of course, everyone is just going to get along because we're all the same. And it's just like, whoa. But yeah, there's a woke faction. They don't like me. They used to like me, but now they don't. Like the thing is, I haven't really changed. Like, I mean, you guys know, I was talking, Mm -hmm. we were talking about Ryan Dawson in 2020, like before I became anything big. And I was actually talking to him before I got him on the show for a few months. And like, you know, we, we liked a lot of the same stuff. Like I haven't, I haven't changed. I've, I've probably become a little bit more base just because of the people I've been hanging out with, but I was never like a woke piece of shit, but they, for some reason they were like, oh, this guy's okay. And then I had Ryan on my show and that was what, you know, after that all hell broke loose. And then they've just tried, I mean, they hate me. They hate me more than like the Zionists hate me. It's, it's, it's incredible.
0: Wow. Jeez. Yeah, that's seething, Mike. All these people that hate you—he's just such a nice guy, Eric. How could that even? He's—he's Liberty's—you—he's the uniter, Mike. He's Liberty's uniter. He, he, his resting <laughs> bitch face is villain mode, though. Yeah, some it is. It's like, yeah. <laughs> some of the photos of Reed—he's—he's he's just like—he's like. He's like <laughs> you don't look happy, Reed, but I know you're about to laugh, so.
1: Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I do go from like the completely dead face to laughing, at, you
0: know, someone's joke. But... So, some pictures, he looks like John Walker Lind, American Taliban. <laughs> have you seen so, him read? Just before he got captured and given a bowl of soup, you know. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know, yeah. I
0: think I think you have the right approach, man. I think the sense of humor and having a lot of it just be like water on a duck. Like I'm not even on Twitter, so I think like when I brought up the. The aspect of woke libertarians, I had no idea about. It. I'm not on Twitter, so I don't.
1: Yeah, I don't yeah, it's mostly I'm Twitter not. that brings it out. Like you probably wouldn't even know,
0: right? At that, all. If you didn't that Twitter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I, I try to avoid a lot of the a lot of the minefields and just uh, try and stay focused on the big picture stuff, you know. Because there's yeah. leftists who are supportive of Edward Snowden and Julian Assange. Libertarians are supportive of that. There's leftists who are against the war on drugs and uh you know our prison industrial complex libertarians are against that so i try to like keep a big you know a big pool of that you know and not get so hung up on a lot of other things or being um divided on them you know
1: yeah yeah no i mean i i've always you know what's weird is i mean the guy who the one of the first people who taught me that was ron paul that you know you build coalitions you don't sacrifice your values you just find people who agree with you on issues and that's how you push them through. Otherwise you're never going to get anything done. So, you know, he and Dennis Kucinich did a lot on foreign policy and civil liberties and even some economic things like, you know, being against corporatism and stuff. And I don't know, that's, (laughs) that's the attitude you have to have. If you're going to keep secluding yourself and closing yourself off into obscurity, then you're never going to accomplish anything. So, especially when it's libertarians excluding each other because of, you know, they disagree on open borders or something. That's just so dumb. Like
0: It is dumb. It is, it is so. really dumb. I like um, you're going to be uh, doing some work or, or running the New Hampshire campaign for uh, uh, Jeremy Kaufman. He's going to be running for Senate. And I like what he's had to say about like big te- tech and the Silicon Valley companies that just they, they have way too much power. And um, you know he 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 either founded or he's the CEO of Odyssey, which is basically it's going to be better than YouTube or it's it's the follow up to YouTube. And yeah, I
1: think he's not the CEO anymore. He's the CEO of Library, which is like the overall company that I think created Odyssey. I'm not really sure how that all works, but yeah, he's responsible for the creation of Odyssey. Um, and yeah, he's great. He's one of the reasons I'm moving back to New Hampshire when I am because I want to help out with his campaign. Um, and he's running for US Senate. And this is kind of a funny story. So in 2016, um I watched so I was not nearly as red-pilled as I am now in 2016. I was, you know, small L libertarian, voted for Gary Johnson that just supported Rand Paul, but I don't know. I wasn't nearly as <laughs> radical as I am now. So, you know, we had this Senate election and there was Kelly Ayotte and Maggie Hassan. And I mean, I don't know a ton about Maggie Hassan as governor, but from what I noticed, like she didn't seem that bad. New Hampshire, you can't be a crazy wacko liberal and win the governorship like you just can't because you'll just I mean, we'll kick you out because New Hampshire's kind of libertarian minded and kind of moderate in some ways, like the the Democrats own guns and the Republicans don't care that much about drugs or whatever. So um, I thought she was okay as governor. So. You know, against Kelly Ayotte, I was like, all right, fine. I'll vote for Maggie Hassan because I watched their debates and Kelly Ayotte just was an idiot, didn't know anything and was tripping all over the place. And she also alienated a bunch of her supporters because she like she like unendorsed Trump and then reendorsed him and then unendorsed him again or something. So like she just she was just a mess. So anyway, I voted for Maggie Hassan. That was the worst political decision of my life voting for her. She's been absolutely terrible. Um and I actually wrote her an email that she read because she sent me a reply. I tried to find it so I could post a <laughs> screenshot of it, but I don't know where it is. Um, but I had sent her an email in 2020. This was early 2020, right after um, the Senate voted uh, to convict Trump, I think, um, for the, the the impeachment deal or whatever um and they, they it just barely didn't pass as i remember right the republicans shot it down or whatever i think but she yeah, voted was convicted yeah she voted for convicting him <clears throat> and um she voted against the war powers resolution right after voting to impeach him <laughs> and so i mean you think trump is the most dangerous dictator ever so he needs to be impeached yet you think he should unilaterally be able to bring us to war with iran like that doesn't exactly. really make much sense so i wrote her an e- a very scathing email telling her i would do everything i could to unseat her in 2022. so now i'm making good on that promise so i'm <laughs> trying to unseat you, you meant it yeah Because you, you and i'm sure the Republicans just going to be some maga goon who you know doesn't know anything about personal liberty or whatever because um, you know, the Republicans actually don't seem so bad right now because the Democrats are in charge so much and the Democrats suck so much. But like the Republicans, all they have to do is undo the tyranny of the Democrats and everyone would like them. But that's not what they're about. Like they're going to try to, you know, I mean, you look at even what they were doing last year, like Christy Noem keeping weed illegal in South Dakota. And, you know, I mean, like all this stupid shit, that's That's what Republicans Republicans are still all about. Like once they regain their power, save for a few of them, you know, like Nick Freitas is great. And Rand Paul, Thomas Massey, people like that are great, but they're few and far between. So, um, yeah, I'm all in on Kaufman. We need something different. And, you know, there are a lot of libertarians who have moved to New Hampshire over the last two years. And I'm of the mind that like there aren't enough of us to change things on a national level. Because if you just have like 5% libertarian in every state, you just get steamrolled. And sometimes you can play the spoiler role and be like, look, Republicans, if you want to win this election, you have to, um, you know, you have to throw us a bone on you got to actually lower taxes. You got to actually cut spending or like Democrats. If you want to vote for us, you actually have to legalize marijuana or you have to, you know, actually pass some sort of police reform. Uh, but they never do. Um, so I don't know. I'm of the mind that like we, we ought to be consolidating libertarianism in some area of the country, and why not do it with the state that's has the motto, live free or die, right? And <laughs> yeah. Where, I mean, where I'm from and everything, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think there's a fair amount of people who are moving to New Hampshire and certainly have because they like, they like how it is up here and how we essentially get left alone for the most part. And um, <clears throat> obviously the tax situation is better than a lot of states. You know, obviously, property taxes are pretty high. Um, but uh, I, I, you know, after college, I kind of toyed with the idea of, um, you know, moving to New York City, I went and stayed in New York City for like half a month and seriously thought about it. And it just I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. So I've never really wanted to leave New Hampshire. I mean, um, <clears throat> I know, Eric did a year down in DC, Virginia, and ended up coming back. Um, and you, you've been gone for what, just under two years? When you moved to Utah. Yeah.
1: I also, I lived in uh, Tucson, Arizona in 2015. And then 2015, 2016, I lived in uh, Denver, Colorado. Um, And then I moved back to New Hampshire in 2016 and was there until uh, March 2020 and then left again. So I've been in and out. Um, And I do love, I mean, I love the geography of the West, the mountains, the, the skiing the the west coast is incredible um that's what i really like about out here i mean new hampshire is nice don't get me wrong for a tiny state it has a lot it's got some coastline it's got uh mountains trees lakes but there's just nothing like the rocky mountains and the pacific ocean <laughs> i mean it's just incredible so that's what i've always really liked about the west but Um, I think there are more important battles going on than, you know, and I I can still visit out here and ski out here and hike out here and stuff. And I don't know the, the battle for Liberty really seems to be um, taking place in New Hampshire. So I'm done not being a part of it, you know, when I get back there and try to contribute.
0: I love too how you can make a difference in New Hampshire and and I know a lot of the times we're like, oh voting, what does your vote really matter? But you know, in New Hampshire it really can matter. And I I hope we don't lose this after, you know, this everything that's happened the last two years with our, our next general election. But man, you really can go to a diner or some event or a VFW or a Legion or something and see anybody running for president. They have to go to those places. So you can go and ask them questions. I mean We've, you know, any any serious candidate who's run since 2004, Eric and I have been able to meet and talk to and ask uh, tough questions. So I, I, I'm excited for that to come back. I'm looking forward to that coming back. And, you know, maybe we could get some some people who are are going to be promoting, you know, libertarian ticket or the more libertarian ideals, whether, whether it be on surveillance or anti-war or drug policy um, or economic stuff and go to these uh, major campaign events where there's, Republican and Democratic candidates and uh, get a hot mic in their face and asking these questions. So I think that's that's another reason I never wanted to leave New Hampshire, being, you know, so into politics and having the ability to do that. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the video, but Trump went to the I think it was the Red Arrow Diner or one of the diners in yeah, Manchester. Mirford.
1: Oh, Ma- in Manchester. Yeah.
0: I forget. He's just sitting there. He's like trying to eat some like French fries and someone just like someone just called him like a fascist or something right to his face. And it was just fucking beautiful. And that was probably the first and last retail political stop he did. Because you know, he's going to he, Eric. He's going to go to the tarmacs in the airports. He can't do the retail politics. Yeah, I'm not going to go into a diner unless I own it and they only serve Diet Coke. Okay, <laughs> and white and drinks White Russians because that's my favorite person. Let's be honest, a White Russian. Yeah, he's he's the sense. He's the fucking sensation dude. But yeah, I mean I mean he did a pretty good amount of retail in 2016 but yeah, we don't want it to turn into just coming in on a plane and doing a big event at the airport and not doing the small retail stuff which we we like. You know, ultimately a lot of it's silly and it's just hoopla and pageantry pageantry but i enjoy it like you said mike we can get cameras and get in these people's faces and ask them real questions that no one else will ask them and we did a lot of that going all the way back to the 08 cycle when we were in college yeah for sure so
1: i think uh what new hampshire can do is it can be a pioneer in removing federal power so i don't think that the you know i don't think that the fight for Congress is really feasible anymore. I mean, it's just so far gone. I mean, if Justin Amash was a great window into Congress, his last bit that he was there just about how they don't actually vote on anything, you know, as far as amendments go, they just pack, they come up with an omnibus bill and then it's yes or no. And it's usually along party lines, unless it's a war uh, spending or, you know, surveillance or something like that, then they all vote for it. But Um, I think the, the best way to combat the federal government at this point is by the states reclaiming their rights. So one bill that's going, I think it's been sponsored in like over 30 states this past year, is the defend the guard bill. Have you guys heard of that before? What's that? So what it does is it gives the National Guard back to the states. And the only way the federal government can deploy... Uh, the National Guard of a state, is if they actually declare war. And as you guys know, we haven't actually declared war since World War II. <laughs> so every single you know, police action or authorization of military force or whatever would not be legitimate for National Guard troops. And there yeah. are a lot of people in the National Guard. I mean, it's not all federal military. So that's one way that New Hampshire, if they become the first state to actually pass that, you know, and then maybe they also become a, I I don't think they're a, a second amendment sanctuary state yet. There are several of those already. Like I know Missouri is one. Uh, I think Oklahoma is one. Montana. Montana is probably one. Uh, I think Wyoming is one. So <clears throat> if they can just keep adding on things like that, maybe eventually they get to the point where they're like, Hey, we're not paying federal income taxes anymore. You know, like, who knows? I But I think it's an interesting experiment in what a state can do to combat the federal government. So I want to see how that works out.
0: Yeah, because it's usually the governor who calls out the guard, right? I mean, isn't it supposed to be Yep, go- the governor for that? And I, and the joke is, well, not really a joke, but in uh, 2005 when Hurricane Katrina happened, they're like, where's the National Guard? Well, they're all in Iraq. So yeah. <laughs> that's why they couldn't respond because, you know. Yeah, that's what, that's what that's what Ventura said. The Minnesota Guard, they're guarding a bridge in Fallujah instead of helping rebuild ones in Minnesota.
1: What the hell's that all
0: about? We got $10 from Fire Pixie. Fire crotch. I have a Fire crotch. Fire Pixie says, Thanks for be, being around, guys. We need your humor and information and awesome guests like Maria Farmer. ANCReport.com slash InfoWars. Hashtag, we are Ryan Dawson. Love you guys. Well, Fire Pixie, thank you so much. We love you and all your you, support, yeah. and um, all the comps the comps that you bestow upon our uh, live live streams here, and we live for it. I'm not the gonna Ryan any... Dawson
1: people are great. Like I think, yeah, I think a good, I don't know, probably quarter of my supporters are Ryan Dawson supporters at this yeah. point.
0: So, well, we have the balls to uh, you know have Ryan on and keep you know keep booking them. So
1: mm-hmm. we're going to too.
0: So so what do you guys so so paint uh paint the picture for our audience and our four horsemen and Ryan Dawson fans? March, Washington, DC, Virginia, 2022. What's happening?
1: Oh, we're gonna trend. So what, what are we calling this event, Eric? Thank some you, fucking... Jess. Live for your
0: die. Yeah, just says live for your die, bitch. Some some seriously based things are gonna happen in our nation's capital. I just booked my flight, finally booked it. Um I'm getting down there, I think the third, although I'll say a few different dates, so we'll try and trip up the feds that are listening, you know? Yeah, exactly. we don't want a
1: drone strike to take all three of us out at the same time. <laughs> I joke about
0: that, but I thought about it after I made that joke, and I was like, Jesus, that's kind of fucking scary. Just be very careful. Be very careful. If you see somebody who looks Egyptian wearing an American Airlines pilot, Nable Habanada, <laughs> might be in the jump seat wearing an actual pilot outfit. How fucking scary is that, dude? <sighs> With Thermal Detonator drop that on us? I was like, oh. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus! I don't want to talk about this just before I'm going to fly in a month. Well, you know, just, <laughs> where are you flying out of, Eric? Uh, Manchester, and my first stop's the 70th floor of the World Trade Center. You oh know, God. Fucking, I remember one time we mark. flew on JetBlue and they had a documentary about 9/11, like. On the seat, you can mid-flight.
1: Was movement. it was it loose change? No, I'm just kidding. That's just to trigger a bunch of people. <laughs> watching. Fucking
0: fucking kooks. It wasn't loose <laughs> fucking kooks. <laughs> That's what Dawson calls them. Yeah, yeah. So Dawson it's like, says it's a kook movement.
1: I, I I dropped that on him in one of the four horsemen recently. He was like, I saw this great video about nine eleven, and I was like, Was it loose change? And he's like, Fuck you. <laughs> he laughed though. He thought it was ah uh, yeah,
0: yeah da- Dawson. He's got a good sense of humor.
1: Oh yeah. It's um, gonna
0: be yeah, it's gonna be unreal.
1: All three of us I, there at once. I don't
0: know what to call it. It's it's so obviously Reed and I have been together in real life. Um, the DC Honkening, I mean, the DC honking. <laughs> yeah, there might Hon- be a consul- trucker
1: protest by the time we get there. You know, Reed, like, you can
0: take your truck down there. Yeah, yeah, so there can, we go. Just like with the purge.
1: A big huge excavator on the back. Take the excavator yeah. off. Start moving the concrete blocks out of the way. Well, or on the, we need on we need Reed's truck so
0: we can transport uh, Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> We're gonna need that. We're gonna need that load bearing. We're gonna bring Rosie down there to clean out all the golden gorals and five guys. Believe me, I'll have to
1: bring a couple extra boosters and stingers so I have plenty of axle dispersion oh. for that load.
0: You My have God. your OCL license, which is your O'Donnell commercial license. <laughs> oh, this is yeah. Galison knows Mike. I've never seen a skinny person drinking diet soda. Trump did tweet that. Yeah, that was that tweet did not age well. Like a lot of them. Ah. Oh. Fucking like, everything. Dude, none of
1: them aged. They're gone. Like they're, uh, they're they don't exist anymore. Huge Jackman
0: brother fan here.
1: That's right.
0: Wow. Solution, Thank you so, so much. And it um,
1: title kind of con- concerns me.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> I just realized what that was. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's, oh, that's wow. not yeah, that's... <laughs> that's cringe posting. Wow. <laughs> Reads like, oh, it's just Fed posting. Yeah, you it's just Fed, Fed posting. Oh, the Glowies, Eric? Oh, man. Yeah, oh, dude, yeah, you're looking at day. three Glowies right here. Fucking glow, we're glow-in-the-dark. Bright light. Bright light. Bright light. So are you guys going to try? I bet Jose Gallison's
1: going to Gallison's gonna change that to his Twitter username now, now that you saw that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Gall- Gallison's gator wrestling with the Jackass Boys down in uh, Florida. He's like, <laughs> dude, he definitely say be a giant Knoxville flock, but we definitely didn't have that. <laughs> Are you guys going to try and find like a base steakhouse or like, I mean, like D.C. So I I haven't been to Washington, D.C. since 2015. So that's almost seven seven years, uh, fall of 15. So, you know, just over six years. Fall of ideals.
1: I think that was was when I was there last time, too, in 2015.
0: (laughs) And so our sister lives in Virginia. um, And then we got, you know, friends who live there and in D.C. And they're like, I don't know, guys, you know, you're going to come down here. They make it sound like we can't like move around down there or something like that. Dude, there's gotta be some base to, like steakhouses somewhere around there in the swamp.
1: Some that are breaking the modern Jim Crow laws, you mean they're like, Yeah, you can actually come in here,
0: no vaccines required. You well, have to show us your papers. I wanna go to whatever I wanna go to whatever brothel slash steakhouse slash coke dealer Matt Gates goes to. You know, you know you don't need you don't you don't need to be vaxxed to get into that place, you know. That's right. Oh, you just get to be able to import, you know, stuff that's underage across state lines. <laughs> Hey, the across state
1: lines, that's what's bad. We learned that about the Rittenhouse trial. Like
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: Next, time there's, a, next time there's a, um, a mass shooting, I'm just going to ask, but did he cross state lines? Because
0: that's really oh, all that matters here. State incredible. lines, Mike. That's incredible. I, I know you're great at impressions. Can you do the Ryan Dawson rant about Kyle Rittenhouse getting shot? Oh, you know, (coughs) Rosenbaum, he died doing what he loved, chasing down a miner. (laughs) Skater (laughs) die. He talks about skater die. Disarmed that guy. He killed a pedophile. He killed a rapist. He killed a woman beater. He killed a thief. He killed a fake medic. And best of all, he killed Antifa. Uh, <laughs> turn, turn him into a true, turn him into a true lefty. Ding, ding, when, ding. When you tell Dawson he's son of Southern nobility, he's like, "My dad was a post-off office. Uh, what is it? What's the joke? Eric? Oh, well, the joke is we say he's son the son of Southern nobility. Yeah, you we know, say Dawson. You, yeah, you're a son of Dixie. You're the son of Southern nobility, and he goes, "No, I'm not. I come from a family of uh, blue collar, you know, like merchants, sharecroppers, and uh, post post servicemen." You know, Do you think his are, bell
1: is like a security blanket, sort of? Like if you took the bell away, it's like a stress ball almost. It's like yeah, you know, like, yeah.
0: Well, it's it's a guide dog. It's a guide animal. <laughs> you know, like you see, <laughs> like you see Did someone. You really on get the, that on on the flight from Japan. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he's getting he's getting a special waiver. Yes. TSA <laughs> tries to take it away from him, and he's just like, no, and he just
1: goes into jujitsu jitsu mode and starts whacking like, all the agents. Yeah, they, they, they
0: try to take it from but he actually has official documentation from Shinzo Abe in the Japanese government <laughs> saying that that's, that's the bell that he needs to fly with. And if, not- you try and take, if you try and take it, it's a hate crime against Native Americans. It's my non-binary comfort bell. <laughs> Yeah, that, no. His Dawson skater die rant is among one of the best, most transgressive, incredible moments of four horsemen. That was one ever. of his finest finest Dude, hours. It
1: made, it my intro, the, and he died doing what he loved,
0: chasing uh, a minor. And ch- then Tucker Carlson steers it, you know,
1: steals it—you know—steals it from him several months later. Oh no shit!
0: Dawson's like he took my joke. <laughs> but we took knew my, it was true. Like
1: Dawson came out with that like a few days after it happened. Like it didn't, and then. Yeah, so uh,
0: yeah. I love I love how how Reid you're going on Fox News and, and we've talked about this before. Like in the lead up to the Iraq War, Fox News was an absolute propaganda Dumpster fire, just like hot trash. And and Tucker Carlson was part of that. And now Tucker seems to be one of the most reasonable voices. How, how is that even yeah. possible? I think it's another symptom of clown world.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't get it, man. Like, um, Megan McCain was saying some sane things today on Twitter, and it's just what. Like... <laughs> How insane does the world have to get where Meghan McCain says something that makes sense? (laughs) Like, I mean, don't worry, I still hate her. but um,
0: All I know is I want fucking Alex Jones to replace Whoopi Goldberg on The View. Can we just say that right now? That that, that needs to happen, folks. It's great to be here. Join with you guys. We're having a great time. We're loving freedom. I can still smell some of the farts that Meghan McCain cut here, though. So we need to get some Clorox in here to wipe that seat down. It smells it like sulfur. I'm, I'm going to pull a uh, uh, Chavez here and bless myself because it smells like <laughs> it smells like sulfur. We got Joy Behar here lighting, you know, care candles. We got we got we got Whoopi here with Ted dancing and Blackface. We have, you know, we have a Hasselback. We have Hasselback doing her Christian thing. I'm just happy to be here, folks. I started taking estrogen pills because I want to sync up with all these ladies. We can't sync up because you guys are on menopause 20 years ago. So <laughs> never mind. it's too late for that. But I think they could take the view to New Heights Eric, if they put Emmerich on there. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do too. That or give me fucking Caitlyn Jenner, dude. Bring in Jenner and put her on the View. Surprise! I mean, I have a view. You know, I have a southern view. You don't know what's down there, but you could take a look and find out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we had the tongue. The tongue gets yeah. added. You do that with Biden too. Yeah. Hey man, come on, hey, man. Listen, the New York Post—they didn't have the laptop. All right, they didn't have it. I have the laptop. I use it as a, a visual aid when I go to bed. And uh, Kamala reads me bedtime stories of warm milk and lactate. Oh. Use, that's when I use the diary. Oh, oh. Man. You want to shower? With, say, Mike, you want to shower with daddy? You want to come shower with daddy? <laughs> you want to meet up with Auntie Lindsay in the Senate baths and learn about bipartisanship oh. in a real, real way? Oh, my God. We're going to oh, dig man. up John McCain's corpse. Oh. We're going to dig up his corpse and do some necrophilia. <laughs> Anyways, anyways, he's. Anyways, yeah. I'm just glad we have an adult back in the room. You know what I mean? Uh, Biden. uh, It's nice to have an adult back in the room, one that knows how to, you know. Well, to kind of
1: answer your original question there, like, how is Tucker Carlson a voice of sanity? Now, to me, the right and left are really, or or at least like the American right and left, because I don't think there really is
0: a difference. But the full retard. (laughs) They, um,
1: they're not about truth. You know, they're just about. I mean, they're, they're relative statements like, oh, I'm a liberal. What does that mean? That That's only relative to something else, right? Like I – if or if you're a progressive, you want things to move on from where they are and you want more inclusion than there is and you want more equality than there already is. If you're a conservative, you want to go back to the way things were and keep things the way they are, you know. <clears throat> so there's not really – They're not, they don't really stand on their own. They're just things that you can use as a a comparison to something else. Where libertarianism stands on its own, it's a philosophy of self ownership, property rights, non aggression, and that can apply in any situation. So that's why, you know, people like us, we can stay consistent because we actually have values that we care about and we can just watch the right be absolutely batshit insane in the early. 20th century uh 21st century and then have the left kind of overtake them and then see them go batshit insane dude i think like it's this,
2: this i just a think pendulum. it's gonna
1: swing right back again like i think i think you're not just gonna have political wins on the right but you're gonna have cultural you know pushes to the extreme like i'm not looking forward to it like i don't like this either but i don't think i'm gonna like that you know Um, you're just going to have like super traditional, super religious, super like anti any dissent. Like, I I feel like it's just going to be like the early 21st century on steroids with what the right is going to become. And then eventually you're just going to have the left become even more retarded against it. And the obvious solution is, hey, why don't we just stop doing this? And why don't we just mind our own business and stop trying to run each other's lives? But, you know, that's not how they roll.
0: Yeah, it's like we're supposed to believe now the great bastions against censorship are the same fucking people who wanted to ban Harry Potter books twenty years ago,
1: dude. They're, did, it, you like, this, it, did you see this? you see this video it, it, of this? Meanwhile, the person burning. who wrote Harry
0: Potter is fucking bruised.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know dude, that's that's incredible. Watching. That. <laughs> yeah. Have you? Did you see that? I forget what his name is, but some pastor organized this giant book burning a couple nights ago. It was like Twilight Ooh. and Harry Potter. Uh, they burned like thousands
0: of books. <laughs> it was like it's you like know. The, those are not even relevant. Burn something relevant. Burn, uh, I don't know. Uh, Burn don't some know. sage. You <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Burn some farts. <laughs> some toilet paper. No, I didn't see that read. So, so so, these are obviously right-wing religious people who are, are wanting oh, yeah. to, to not let there be interspecies relationships between werewolves and vampires. Is that kind of what they're campaigning on?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible, like, watching the evolution of how this all goes. Like, just trying to, like, grasp to some semblance of culture. And so there'll be, you know, you'll have Ted Cruz talking about, um, you know, reading um, Sam I Am in the Senate or whatever. And it's just like, he's so gross.
0: Well, I have to say, Mr. Potato Head will always be a man as long as I'm in this chamber. (laughs) Yeah, but the great thing about Mr. Potato Head is you can make a Mrs. Potato Head with a swipe of a knife. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, like <laughs> it <just>, uh, <laughs> Reed's laugh is everything oh <laughs> <Yes. my God. laughs> when but, something you know, really hits him Mike <laughs> yeah that one man, that fucking good. you want some potato chips or some uh, potato salad <laughs> I, could to- I could toss that for you Reed do you want well, a potato um, wedge <laughs> but, but yeah so we have you know you got that stupid shit on the right then you got the dumb stupid wokeism on the left it's all performance art based Meanwhile, you have the you have Julia Assange rotting in prison, had a stroke recently. This is really one a, a way bigger story than either of, of, of that, but those stories get all the focus. And, and I think that's by design, by and large. I think that's by design. They, of don't, it want is. Pe- they don't want people to look at big stories. Um, and really where the so-called left and right should come together to talk about that, because it affects everybody, man. What what happens to Julia Assange? What, what's already happened to him is setting is the stage for the future. But ultimately, what's going to become of him and happen to him is going to have a complete chilling effect on, on real journalism, not just in America, but in the entire world. So that's, you know, you got your you got your hatchet men on conservative um, you know, media who don't give it enough coverage, although, you know, some of them have to, you know, Tucker Carlson's credit. He's at least talked about it. Um, but then you got your hatchet men like Colbert who just laugh about it and, and Virtua Signal and they're just whores for Big Pharma doing uh, show routines with needles up their ass. So I yeah, think it's people disgusting.
1: Are- you can go back and watch him when he was sort of based, you know, back during the George W. Bush years. And like, I don't, I don't know if all these people sold out or if they were just grifting the whole time or or what. But yeah, it's sad to it's- see.
0: It's hard to say, but there's also a clip of uh, Tucker Carlson with, with Alex Jones watching Billing 7 come down, which is just everything. And, <laughs> and there's there's also Alex Jones on The View, which I can't find. It's been memory hold. Oh. I, when Charlie Sheen had his meltdown like 11 years ago, they had Emmerich on The View, dude. It was, it was fucking amazing. What did he say, Mike, out the gate? <clears throat> He's like, Charlie Sheen. Didn't invade Iraq and kill a million people. Charlie Sheen didn't lose the treasury of $20 trillion. Charlie Sheen didn't pull down Building 7 here in New York City. Whoopi's like, whoa, 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 slow down. Dude, it's amazing. He plugged InfoWars probably 100 times in two minutes, dude. This is fucking incredible. And I can't find it anywhere. I used to be able to find that clip. I don't know what happened to it. I, I couldn't it- believe that cut him loose on the view, Mike. I know. This, this was back in my uh, pot days where I smoked a lot of weed daily, and... I had just, like, ripped a fucking huge bowl, and then I came back inside and just loaded up YouTube, and the first thing staring at me was, Alex Jones joins the view. I was like, no way! I Before I even played it, I just saw the thumbnail of it, and I laughed on Control B for about five minutes, then I had to, like, get my composure and get my breath to get ready for it. Well, it was a gorilla surrounded by a bunch of hens. Yes. You know. <laughs> That's what that's what it was. Char, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie Sheen didn't bring $9 seven here in New York. Charlie Sheen didn't rob a treasury at $20 trillion. Charlie Sheen didn't overthrow Saddam Hussein and kill him and people in Iraq. Like, dude, he just, like, he was rapid fire, dude. Yeah. There was no stopping him, Mike. No, he was unstoppable. <sighs> uh, I, li- I like, too, now that Jason Burmis is doing the fourth hour of InfoWars. Have you seen that read? He's back. Every. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he, him and Emmerich are back together.
1: Yeah, it's pretty incredible. It's like Elizabeth um,
0: Taylor's eight, the eighth marriage was to her sixth husband, so she got married two more times. So the seventh marriage is to a totally different guy, but the eighth one was back with the sixth one. So, dude, <laughs> dude it's, it's incredible. Like, I, it's I, kind
1: of hard to keep up with, to be I'd honest. Live, dude, I'd
0: live for it. I'd live for it. I think we're, we're going to get Emmerich on the Four Horsemen eventually, or Jack dude, we got
1: to. So Burmese is the warm-up. we got to do Burmes first, like if they can work out there, whatever it is. Cause I was telling, I did a, a stream. Look,
0: I, I love one. you, Ryan Dawson. I love you, Jason Burmes. I'm friends of both of you. That's it. I, I don't, I don't trash talk either, anyone to anyone. That's, that's my policy. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I've got a lot of friends. I've got some enemies. I got a bowl of chili. Uh, people can say what they want about each other, but I'm not going to trash talk my friends. So
1: I'll just say like, give the people what they want, you know, like, sure. I mean, put the, put the personal shit aside temporarily who cares? Just like, you know, and you can you can duke out your disagreements or whatever. But just like, you know, there's no need to be caustic. Let's just have let's have fun and right. let's you know. I mean, the best way to prove these people wrong is by talking to them. You know, like so. I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I, Dude, I, we
0: can all have disagreements. I mean, you know, yeah. the, the three of us don't agree on everything. I mean, Eric, Eric likes ranch. I like blue cheese. That's a big thing. It's true. Yeah, it's big thing. Senator Ranch Paul. Senator ranch Rand Paul. Well, he's adorable. Yeah. I want to put him in my pocket. Yeah, he's a cute little libertarian light weasel, isn't he's he? Probably five five <laughs> seven with lifts. Yeah, do do Rand, Mike. Well, you know, I don't think we should be here talking about these issues on the on you know the American Congress. I don't think it's appropriate. But I, I got a visit from Benjamin Netanyahu. I changed course real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then my my neighbor punched me over a bag of leaves. You know? Dude, you would not want to be Rand Paul's neighbor. No. They're like having they're having Leah Sophia parties with like bricks of gold instead of like cheap necklaces. <laughs> he's like, well, this is this is actually real gold, dude. You wouldn't yeah. want
1: to be Rand Paul either, though. Like he's been yeah. assaulted by his neighbor. He's been shot at uh, by whatever that guy's name was. Who went he had after a mob him. after him? Yeah, he had a mob after him. and Then he <clears throat> he had like half a I think he has like half a lung or something after uh, his uh, you know his neighbor attacked him or whatever and. Then he got COVID, the first variant that was way more harmful than anything else, you know, when no one knew how to treat it or anything. So, yeah, he's like, he's like, like,
0: nobody wants to talk about all the Americans who have natural immunity. We're we're just being, you know, thrown off like like wreckage, you know. When he talks, when he's just kind of like, he's passionate about it, but is he he doesn't act like he's passionate. He's just, it's like, it's just almost like, dude, I just want no home charisma and, at all. It's just, yeah, like, I want it, I want to sit in my armchair. A... Yeah, I just want to go home, sit <laughs> in my easy chair, and read the National Review or something, you know, like, yeah. He has better things to do. I could be home right the now. The most you know?
1: fired up I've ever seen him, though, is when he was looking at uh, who was it? Chris Christie. Like, get a warrant! Get a warrant! That was a get a warrant! Moment,
0: but, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, like you know, old man. Ron was home watching Mike very proud. Well, well, well. <laughs> well, the one, thing that Rand wore suits that actually fit him. Unlike me, I never wore a suit that fit me. I, uh, I, I hooked up with Dorothy and the Munchkin Guild for my suits. I think the message stands on its own. You don't need to dress well, you know? It, it, I, I would like to say to, to Newt Gingrich, I was called during war, and I went. I served. That, dude, yeah. that was burst. Dude, that, that was, was, a burst.
1: Drop. It was an amazing. Mo- like the most amazing moment will never be surpassed. It was when Trump said, "Cause you'd be in jail." Like nothing will ever surpass that. That's just the top. Like that's. I think that's
0: Well, the bar. he circled Crooked like Jaws, dude. Like, like oh. Jaws circled the boat. <laughs> the way he, he, he it, yeah. he was like, he was like. The way he he held the mic was the most unmasculine. He 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 has to pull it up. She'd be in jail. This is the microphone that he had.
1: Yeah. See, I, I used to be an artist. I used to draw portraits, and so I, I had to pay attention to this type of stuff that you guys also notice because you do impersonations. So when you bring it up, like I'll be like, yep, I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: Because you saw it too, Reed. Yeah. And exactly. also, Mike, you talk about the, how kind of in, in comparison the legs are that are holding up the load bearing, how little his legs are in comparison <laughs> to his cake. It's like a classic like Escher stuck in an MC uh, – it's like a Minotaur stuck in an MC Escher drawing where it's like – it defies gravity, like the way the way he's like the way he's pushed, like the way the legs hold up the load bearing, it doesn't add up, dude. Yeah, yeah, with
1: the cag lean especially, it's just like how is this physical? Yeah, the ass yeah.
0: well his cake is like way up here, but the legs are like down here, and then the rest of it's like pushed over <laughs> this way. It's, like, dude, it's, it's like,
1: like look at uh, North and South America, it's just like, you know.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh.
0: Uh, uh, dude, so what do we think, man? Is he going to run the table in a 24 oh, primary? Fuck. I don't, I don't dude, see any of Dude, I else. want
1: we need it. versus DeSantis, like, this vicious, like, angry Republican primary. That's what I want to see. And I Locked love, too, how,
0: how just this week, like, Lindsey Graham made some, like, just not even a big deal comment about the king. And he's like, oh, oh Lindsey, he's a rhino. Meanwhile, Lindsey Graham spent the last five years totally kissing the king's asshole. Oh, <laughs> sucking his just, ass. He just dismissed him, like, with the... <laughs> He's a he lizard. Says, he's he's a nice guy but he's a rhino. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> that was with Newsmax, dude. Newsmax is loyal to the king.
1: <laughs> like, dude, I, dude, don't you want to see DeSantis versus Trump just like Oh. Like, oh, imagine DeSantis just opening up, being like, this is Trump's vaccine, you know, da, 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 and right. then Trump being like, actually, DeSantis is a loser, you know, he, he did the vaccine, he just doesn't want to admit it or whatever. And,
0: right, and, and then, but then they do a Bukkake contest to see who can ball gag Israel the most, you know? <laughs> well, it's, it's Trump, Trump, Trump will be Johnson's like, belt. I thought he was going to stand up for me, but he didn't. Mm. Fuck him, you know. Who knows? Look, he, look. Excuse me, Mrs. Smith. Why is the running? He said he wasn't gonna run. He also he stole my lunch money too. But he said he wasn't gonna run if I ran. It's like, dude, what a little. Don't be a little bitch. Like, you want to talk about little bitch behavior? Like, I, you know, we love the king, but dude, is there anybody more petty and more of a little bitch than that? Like, <laughs> like wait, wait. Other people are not allowed to run for president. Are, are you fucking kidding me? Like that. That's what. That's what chaps your ass,
1: like, dude. I'm telling you, Desantis Trump, it would be everything. Like it's it's everything I want to see.
0: And then they unite after a tough primary season. Oh yeah, they they, they come together to form the ticket and ultimately defeat Brandon and Shitty Diapers. Do you think Brandon's running again? I'm not convinced. I I think they're going to weasel in fucking Mayor Butt. I think, I think somehow they're going to shoehorn him in, or get him in a butt plug scenario, and get and get him in. You know, I'm going to take the corn husk out of his ass in Iowa, which he stole from me. By the way, he stole Iowa from me. I earned it right, square, square and fair. for my first job when I was 40 years old, it was a Trotskyite mayor up in Burlington, Vermont. It's the first. It was a very hard job that I had. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I had to work 26 hours a week because I was a librarian before I did that, and I I worked very hard to get that thirty thousand dollars a year up in Vermont to get shoes that had holes in them, and use handkerchiefs from the local Salvation Army. Anyways, Mayor Pete stole it.
1: <clears throat> Dude, can you imagine still being a Bernie supporter right now? Like, what the fuck are you? If you, I mean, like, just being like a loyal, you're just a Vax, cock pro, like I mean, Biden but... pro. Pharma Bernie supporter, like what what is you
0: could say about Bernie? Is he he is you know similar to Ron Paul in that he believes what he says, I think, a lot of the time, and he's consistent, he's consistent on his message. But after 16, I don't know how you could be a Bernie supporter, I agree with that. Because and there's a lot of Bernie supporters around here, and certainly some of the stuff Bernie said, you know, when he said that he he was not friends with Henry Kissinger, I like that. I thought that was great that he called out Crooked Hillary on that, but yeah at this point you know
1: i i think like he's always sucked except like when he was i mean i i have disagreements with him but before he was a congressman you know i think he was principled even though i disagreed with him
0: well that's 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 what i'm saying that's what i'm saying
1: but i'm saying (laughs) since like 1996 or whenever he became a congressman the first time He sold out to the Democrat Party, and I I forget what year it was, 92, 94, 96, somewhere in there. Um, He made a deal with the Democrats that he would toe the line if they let him win the primary in Vermont. Because he couldn't, you know, he'd run as an independent and the Democrat would always screw him. So he said, all right, fine. If I can run as an independent and you guys will not run someone against me, I'll toe the line. So he voted for the Iraqi Liberation Act of 1998. And then he voted against the invasion in 2003. But then he voted for funding it every single time. He was for intervention in Libya and especially in Syria. Like he's been a Assad must go dude for as long as I've known. And um, I don't know. Like I feel like it wasn't that he really sold out after 2016. I think people just started to pay attention to him more because if you look at his voting history oh he also voted to bomb Kosovo his uh
0: in the 90s yeah
1: in the 90s his uh one of his um secretaries or something quit over it because he voted for that like he was like what the heck this is not what I thought I was signing up for so I think he's always been like that it's just become a lot more obvious because he's much more high profile now and he can't you know sweep stuff under the rug anymore but yeah once you Endorse Hillary Clinton, like as I mean, I was upset when Tulsi endorsed Biden, but at least that was like I, I didn't like the endorsement, but at least that was all she did. She sort of shut up about it after that. Like Bernie with both Hillary and Biden, it was like he, this, he, he
0: got on planes. Oh, dude. It was yeah. just like,
1: well, yeah. what is wrong with you, dude? That, that, was, <laughs> like, gross.
0: that was gross. Yeah. I, I want to look, read, I want to see my grandchildren grow up. Okay, Hillary, said if I endorse, and I get on a plane that has zero carbon emissions. I can see my grandchildren grow up. <laughs>
1: Yeah dude him flying on like that was was so funny that that was what I liked about Tulsi's campaign is she would fly economy and then she'd have that little SUV and then eventually that like sort of discount bus thing we got her but Bernie has on this, the side of it <laughs> Bernie has no, this he, huge bus he's flying private jets all the time and the green new deal you know it's this big thing
0: it was just oh. like
1: I don't know that, that was pretty dumb but
0: yeah, Bernie. I mean, he had to audit the Federal Reserve bill that he supported in the Senate. Him and Ron Paul had, you know, Ron Paul on the House side, uh, Bernie in the Senate side. Yeah, but you've
1: side. heard you've heard Ron Paul's take on that, right?
0: What did he say about it?
1: He said he's he co he sponsored it, but he watered it down so the the Senate oh. version of the bill almost made things worse. That's Ron Paul's opinion. <laughs> so, oh,
0: I'd have to I'd have to read about that because yeah. I mean, I heard Bernie talk about how bad the Federal Reserve was a lot, but. I didn't yeah. realize he, he fucked around with it in the Senate version of it.
1: Yeah, no, he which, basically basically watered it down to nothing. But
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean the Bernie thing, I mean, they they wanted the squad girls to kinda like take the mantle from him, but they just don't have it, man. You know? They don't have the they don't have the juice, I don't think. <laughs> like Bernie,
1: um I think he did better in twenty sixteen, not so much because of policy differences but he just wasn't woke in 2016 at at least not as woke
0: yeah it wasn't in the forefront of anything it was kind of more about like workers rights and economic issues and class disparity um and just how fucking awful crooked hillary was So yeah, that was. But ultimately, kisses the ring and endorses her. But then, twenty (laughs) twenty,
1: it was all about identity politics. Like that came first. Like we have a literal white supremacist in the Mm. White House. The most. Oh really? Oh really?
0: Say like the. The most he's, dangerous he's a racist president the in the history of the United States. You yeah, know? it's like, like, wait, did you forget about W. Bush and the Patriot yeah, Act and fucking Homeland Security and the Iraq War and Afghanistan for 20 years? And Yeah, I don't know if Trump's quite that dangerous.
1: Yeah, so um, I don't know. I just I don't have any respect for him. I actually think, you know, I should thank him in a way. I think he did more to destroy the progressive movement than anyone else could have. Like, he has made them... <laughs> irrelevant <laughs> because the, so many of them are just shit libs like he just
0: yeah he
1: drew in all these young socialists and turned them into shit libs
0: you know so like i mean who, who are our this... favorite progress i mean my, my some of my favorite progressives jimmy dore kim iverson abby martin robbie martin um chris hedges chris hedges yeah and and when a common string uh, theme among them is they're all bruised. You well well I wouldn't what, really what, call it's what you were Kim. saying earlier, Reed. Like so they, they haven't changed who they are because they are they've always been speaking the truth and they've always been trying to find the, the best research. It's the party around them has become mental. So and that's kind of how I feel around here. I mean, we were we uh, we voted Kerry in 2004. When we were, we were shit libs in 04 17, yeah. 18. Well, shit libs, libs, whatever you want to say. And then you, you look into some stuff and you, and you realize what's really going on and you adjust, you know, you, based on new evidence and new information. But the people who were with you back then, who are still just total vision, left, right paradigm, like, they, they they view you as like a, whatever they want to call you, whatever label they want to call you. So that definitely happened to us. So you're like on your own island. Um, but I think, you know, people like Jimmy Dore, like Eric was saying, and I think Glenn Greenwald. I mean, Greenwald is, has been pretty based, especially the yeah. last couple of years.
1: Uh, I think um, Kim Iverson is actually like changing her views now. Like I think she, I don't know if I'd call her a progressive anymore. and she's even said that. Like I don't even know what to call myself anymore. Like hmm. she, on my show, she was saying that she really, really cares about states' rights and about mm. keeping the Senate in its current um, state and you know, not getting rid of the filibuster, gun, you know, gun rights. Um, she's become super based on the Federal Reserve. So she is one that I actually think is actually changing her opinions just because she's how great on
0: foreign policy. Too. Oh, she's yeah. great on drug policy. Yeah. Kim, come well, on she, she was, radio. We can talk about it. She was right, already Kim. great
1: on all that stuff, but she's like, I think she's kind of becoming more libertarian lately. But yeah, everyone else you mentioned, Abby Martin, Chris Hedges, Aaron Matei, you know, people like yep. that. They've Max been, Blumenthal, Max Blumenthal. Like he's good. Yeah, they've been consistent and um, like I, I've got a lot more respect for Abby Martin than some conservative rhino, you know, like even though I'm supposedly supposed to agree more with Republicans, like right, I agree more with Abby well, Martin. On Abby Martin is
0: the very principled person. Yeah. Very,
1: she's, the she's the real she's, deal.
0: She's the real deal. I like anybody who's the real deal. Abby's yeah. the real deal. And, and Robbie. Robbie, Robbie, I love you, baby. See you, Bohemian Grove. <laughs> I want to do. I want to do a shameless uh, pitch here for Jackman Radio support. We got 27 people watching live right now, um, working really hard. I know Reed is too for his channel. For Jackman Radio, we want to just keep expanding this thing, and it's grown exponentially in the last year. Um, but if you like what we do and you want to support Mike and I, um, to keep growing this and traveling and bringing, bringing people to New Hampshire for interviews, um, we're just telling people five bucks a month on Patreon. So you go to patreon.com slash Jackman radio and, uh, sign up for five bucks a month. Um, we're up to 21 patrons right now. And, uh, my goal, my 2022 goal is to, uh, get 600 patrons so we can really, really amp this thing up and, um you know keep it going and i'm not planning on losing my patreon so i don't want to hear oh you're going to get kicked off this and that i've had it for a long time and i'm not going to get kicked off patreon so that's a great way to support us but if they do they can venmo you too right i'm also going to drop that in the chat too if you don't like patreon i'm also on venmo senator jackman 86 and um you know we're not doing this to get rich um it's it's just it's a passion of us and uh you know We'd like to be able to do it more than we do because, you know, uh, once a week is not enough. We like to do it every day. But, uh, yeah, we have day jobs. And uh, I think, though, Reed, with you coming back to New Hampshire, we could we could try and get something you know something going where we're naturalist capitalists and Jackman Radio and, you know, anyone else who's kind <clears> of <throat> not part of the partisan bullshit and more uh, attuned to freedom. And uh, you know, independent ideas, you know, could could uh, support. So yeah, definitely, it's definitely sure. it's def- people are very hungry for conversations like this, and you know, that are obviously fun and, and free reeling, but also are like, cut the bullshit. You know, like people want to hear what's going on, and they want to hear real opinions, and and they don't want something that's just like focus group, they're done out of a poll, or, or or from some institute, or so. You know, I think more people. That's why Rogan's winning. Rogan's winning right now, man. Neil Young, suck it. Rogan's winning. Yeah. All those people who were saying, I'm going to drop off of Spotify, fuck you.
1: Hey, Sorry. Eric, did, did yeah. that show up? Just click on it for a second. You want me like, to add that? Sure. Yeah. So I just want to thank Dave because he's oh, done nice. this type of thing all the way through for me. Um, Obviously, like he doesn't have to make these tweets and he goes out of his way to do this type of stuff. So um, Dave Smith, like <laughs> I owe a lot to that guy. I mean, I would not, I wouldn't be going on Kennedy this week. Um, you know, I wouldn't have the following. I do. I wouldn't have the the name recognition. I owe a ton to that guy. And <clears throat> I just wanted to say like, if you're, you know, I try to help uh, lower channels out. I'm a little more selective now because I've been burned <laughs> so many times. So yes. I am yes. going to vet you at this point and, you know, watch you for a little while but if i'm impressed with what you do then i'm going to try to build you up too because you know i'm a capitalist a rising tide lifts all ships you know and i want to i want to help people out uh because i think if they're more successful i'll be more successful the message will be more successful so but i just wanted to throw that out there so thank you dave
0: oh absolutely yeah dave dave is awesome man he's a very funny comedian and obviously um, probably one of the, the more articulate spokesmen for liberty and libertarian ideals. And, you know, he gets on Fox quite a bit. He's been on Rogan. He has an awesome platform, and he, he is very generous with, with helping yeah. up-and-comers, and he did Four Horsemen with us. And um, he's what he is the most consistent uh, guy you know, Reed, isn't he?
1: Yeah, the most <laughs> most consistent motherfucker you motherfucker.
0: know. Motherfucker. His yeah. last uh, special, Libertas, is great too, and I understand he's going to have another one coming out. This year, uh, another... Another comedy yeah, special he wants to do another special, yeah. Um, someone asked if we could do cash or PO box, uh, for support. Shoot me an email, uh, senatorjackman at gmail.com, and we can talk about uh, some kind just of drop way. your uh,
1: just drop your address, and I'm sure Uncle Ted will send you. Oh, god,
0: that's the joke. Uh, well, I don't know how much of a joke it is, Mike, but when Reed does come back to New Hampshire, we want to build a replica of Teddy's shack and call oh, it the Ruby, no Ruby Ruby Ridge cast, you know. <laughs> can <Could, could> we pause? <laughs> Podcast out of there. I mean, he didn't have you have yeah. running water. How could you podcast yeah. out of there?
1: Well, we would have no, uh, you know, no modern amenities aside from Wi Fi. That's the only, oh, okay. That's aside the only from Wi Fi,
0: air conditioning, uh, refrigeration, uh, <laughs> a, a, a gas stove, a electric stove. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just name a hundred things. You know. <laughs> No, i are just going to go build it and fill LeBont's backyard out in the <laughs> woods. <workplace, you know? laughs> I did, I a, did lot. a lot.
0: I thought about that. Uh, Reed, there's a, uh, there's a new uh, dramatic film, uh, a uh, feature film about uh, uh, Uncle Teddy. With, yeah, uh, I saw
1: the trailer for it. It looks pretty
0: good. It yeah, Dawson was, plays Ted Kaczynski, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he was a consultant on the script. He was consultant. They had the guy from uh, District 9 who's this really great, um, I think he's South African uh, actor he was in district nine and he's been in a few other things and he plays uncle Ted and it actually looks really good. It looks really good. So we're going to, we're going to be watching out for that for sure. But uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're psyched you're coming back Reed. That's uh, that's exciting, man. That's, that's big news, you know? Yeah. It'll be
1: good to live around the family again. It'll be good to be back in the granite state, you know, and we'll see if this free state project thing is actually a, You know, is actually worth it. It seems to it. It seems to be the only thing that's working to me. Seems to be fail. Everything else seems to be not working. (laughs) So you know, is your family
0: still up by Lake Sunapee?
1: Yeah, my uh, parents live in Sunapee area, uh, and then my siblings are all over the place now. But um, my brothers live in New Hampshire, uh, and then both my sisters live out of state. So
0: are your brothers based?
1: Oh yeah. I want to have uh, one of them on the show. My uh, younger, yeah, I want, younger I want to meet one. your brothers. Reed, uh, Jonas oh, dear, this, is one of them, right? Jonas and Evan, yeah, they're Evan. Bass. Okay, yeah, yeah, they're
0: other they're fellow base Coverdales, Mike, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I hung up. I hung up with Mister Coverdill. He's awesome. We've, yeah. uh we've he's been on work. my show
1: once. We talked about abolishing I, I, the Department of Education. So. Yeah, I watched That's that. Amazing. That was so cool,
0: man, to have him yeah. on. And uh, yeah, Reed and I uh, <laughs> went out to lunch with uh, Reed's dad. Uh, we met up at Pork Fest, and then we went and got burgers, had a couple of beers.
1: You know, we were telling some... him about Bohemian Grove and yeah, um, we're to, Bohemian the Grove Hamburg cell and all sorts of different things that he had no idea about. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was he a little freaked out but excited at the same time? Oh, he was. Oh, dude, I've radically changed the way my dad
1: looks at things over the last two years. Like, <clears throat> I mean, my dad is basically just not paranoid about anything. So, like, like for instance, like he does not give a shit about COVID, but at the same time, <clears throat> he would take ten vaccines and it doesn't. He doesn't fucking care. Like, he just like there's nothing that weirds him out or makes him worried almost to a fault. So, like, he doesn't get triggered by anything, but at the same time you have to actually convince him that there's bad ulterior motives to something. And then you wow. know once he gets there, he's like, Oh yeah, no, this is bad. So um, he's a naturalist but, skeptic. Yeah, he's just he's just skeptical. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> but like that actor was Charlotte Copley. Charlotte Copley, yes, yes. O'Copley. Thank you. Yeah, Thank for you. the Uncle Uncle Ted talks, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Those are the real Ted talks. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're a boom, they're a boom, so yeah we'll we'll have to figure something out uh Reed for d c that we can put out there where we'll, we'll be somewhere if people in the area do want to meet us, or yeah, you guys gonna do a a live event four I, horseman event or I, I want to so do gone. a I want to do a four horseman <clears throat> mockerator or a k-pop dance at the Jefferson Memorial with ryan Dawson. <laughs> is, is, is what is what Dude, I want to do
1: one with like behind a confederate flag at the Lincoln Memorial or something. I was gonna say
0: don't let him go to the Lincoln Memorial, yeah, that's. <laughs>
1: Stinkin Lincoln, Stinkin Lincoln,
2: yeah, thinking Lincoln. Lincoln. That's yeah. what he calls
0: him. Yeah, thinking Lincoln. Oh, and, uh, he's like I lecture about the Civil War. You Dude, know, do you remember like... that
1: time he like tied what was it was when Pete was on the four horsemen that time? He I forget what he he tied like Epstein into Lincoln somehow. I forget how he did oh, it. And God. it was just like I forget. I forget who it was or something like Leon Black or something tying it to I forget how, but it was just like, it oh It made my sense
0: at the time, didn't it? Yeah, like, if there's someone who see, could do it, it'd be Dawson.
1: See, Dawson, like he knows so much about the shit and I have comparatively no idea. If he just tells me like, see, this guy's related to this guy and this transaction happened and then, you know, this bomb went off and then this guy did this and I'd just be like,
0: sure. Okay, <laughs> it. It yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's right here on my Lincoln <laughs> Epstein crime map. It's all tied together. <laughs> He's like, yeah, Muhammad Ali met Marvin Al-Shea on uh, Grinder. Yeah, you know, they met on Grindr. <laughs> They hatched a plot on Grinder. Well, uh, what it was happened run, with it their... was Run by an Israeli company.
1: How did they find the dildos,
0: Mike? <laughs> they found the dildos at the trash at uh, uh, Logan Airport. Mohammed uh, sex toy had uh, uh, thermite on it. <laughs> Which well, just, just pushes, pushes the boundaries of free speech, but. That's, By the way, if, we're, is,
1: if we impersonate you, it's because we love you. So, oh, like, we spent yeah. time on it. Like the, yeah. I did with yeah.
0: on tonight. That's only because I've been well. well that that been means obsessed he, with him, Mike. He's been <laughs> occupying your every waking thought. Let's just be he's honest. On the big rent free. Yeah, he's rent free up here <laughs> and here. You know? Dude, you can, he is
1: incredible. Like he came, he came across my world in like June or something, and ever he since he lit your world I've on been fire. Been yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, you
0: set my world on fire, is what Casey Musgrave says. yeah, he said in the song "Golden Hour." Galison's welcome on Jackman Radio. Just no, no hard R's, man. Not, I, I have to. <laughs> got to draw you know, the line somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. That's. Yeah, I'm not Gallison, gonna it. We want to keep. We want to keep the on channel. Jackman Radio would be incredible. Yeah. It. Yeah. Oh, well, you least. you want to get into his backstory, I can kind of dig deep into it, right, and learn about him. I want the biopic. I mean, we got to figure out who's going to play him in the biopic. Oh, Corey Feldman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The number one problem in Hollywood was, is, and always will be pedophilia. Remember that when he went on the view and Barbara Walters tried to shame him, she's like, ex- "He's like, excuse me, Barbara, I've lived this." She said, "Don't, don't you think that just ruining an entire industry?" Da, 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 da. <laughs> Meanwhile, Barbara Walters would, you know, she never would not fuck a senator for the story, you know. Bar- Barbara Walters is a disgusting, dried up old cunt bag. You know, <laughs> I just want to put that on the record right now. She's hideous. Oh my, Gal- she- dude, Galison is like you guys are. Galison sets my world on fire. He does, yeah. you know. That thing's cute though, too. I can't, I can't leave out. <laughs> I can't, I can't leave out Toad or Fat. Toad had the best line. anarco Toad had the best line of your podcast. We talked about Galen Maxwell's Mossad. What was the line? Milkers? or yeah, mommy Mossad, Milker?
1: Mossad, Mil- mommy Milkers, yeah. <sighs>
0: That was a so moment in history. What, what is this,
1: hating on Clint? Uh, he's the only one you haven't mentioned so far. Well, I was actually just
0: going to mention Clint. I was going to mention okay. how Eric tried to I'm, confiscate I'm, his guns. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that we got we to gotta put an end to that. Okay, <laughs> I, gotta put a, I was drunk. I was emotional. My wife just left me. I lost everything in the divorce. Okay. Dude, I'm the one who had the bullet fired into my bedroom. Reed, <laughs> Reed, was, Reed and, Cl- and Lint from Cliberty were there to, to comfort me in my, yeah. my my darkest hour. They were there I to know. catch you. Eric do fat yeah, And then like a speech. week later, I almost died. In the yeah. so That's should, right. You that, should ban cars. That was the that was the week where fucking the Mossad almost killed two of the four horsemen. They were coming after us hard. Wow. Man. No, I, I, I'm wearing this hat not to rip off Tim Pool. This is a direct rip off of Lint from Cliberty Lockdown. He he rocks the hat really well. There's no denying um, him, dude. Lint from Yeah, poverty. no, I think we that's everyone and then yeah, Fat Dave Smith, he's a you love him like he's adorable. Yeah, dude, oh, Eric, no. dude, Fat Dave Smith's laughing his face. Yeah, he's like <laughs> <laughs> There's there's literally no denying him.
1: No, and uh, yeah,
0: toes adorable. Uh Lint is a fucking beefcake. Uh hey, you know, Ho, Reed... Jose,
1: Jose is down for the uh he says um <clears throat> I'm down won't won't promise anything on the R's.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can't uh. You just gotta
1: you gotta do a five second delay, like T V so you can just like sweep him out if he accidentally drops them. So
0: but you could def- you could say that we had hard Rs, but we definitely didn't have hard centered Rs. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the T and the H are also the S. It's <laughs> like Mike Tyson's sex. T-H-E-S sex. You also sound a little like Dave Rubin if he had downs. You know? <laughs> no, Dave Rubin if you were actually funny, smart, and entertaining. You know. <laughs> Dude, Dave Rubin is so
1: boring. I met him at Freedom Fest. Yeah, and you, you, can...
0: you, you and Clint had, like, VIP. Like, you had a, a backstage pass up his rectum or something. They had a rooftop orgy. Yeah, I can, rooftop still, ruby.
1: I can still um get him on the show if I want. I just honestly don't know what I'd talk to him about.
0: <laughs> like, Had a grift? Had to leave one grift for another? <laughs> like, I don't oh, know. He's...
1: Like, he's just not interesting to me. He's just super... I mean, that would yeah. probably be a good show because he's popular. So him, I'd yeah. probably... I don't know. Maybe I would just be like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm open to it. I just, I mean, I have his uh, his his Booker's phone number, so I could. Uh, Let's do it. You know, get him on here. Yeah, I should do it, but
0: I want him I to know. fill LeBont, and I want 22. Bu- I want 22 glasses of champagne with LeBont. He's like, so guys. Uh, he's like, what do you think about 911? I was like, oh Jesus, I've got to get hammered, and I. <laughs> I was Eric was more there. hammered than I was. Yeah. Oh, you want to know what I think about 9-11? <laughs> 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 that's right. Well, hey guys, I, I got to run <laughs> here in a few minutes because
1: gotta... I'm I'm going on Lions of Liberty. Uh, oh, that's incredible. Uh, that Six thirty Pacific time, so that's yeah, in about either. fifteen minutes. But talk, um, talk about
0: some of the uh, sex toys they found at Logan. That they found there in the bin. It turns out Muhammad Adah wasn't this this devout Muslim who hated sex. He had he had a, a whole basket full of pig dildos from Florida. <laughs> he wasn't this devout like anti-sex Muslim that we think he was. He had, yeah, he we had we can had a studded vibrator full of thermite. We can, <laughs> we can wrap it up here, Reed. So give you some time to get in the mood for the next one. But yeah, thanks for coming on. I really just wanted to celebrate you tonight, Reed, and you getting on um you know John F. Kennedy on Monday. That's gonna be fucking awesome, dude. John We're all gonna F. be Kennedy. watching <laughs> and chair and chairing for you. And uh Gallus I totally agree with Gallison Ruben on four horsemen would be good. So maybe yeah. we'll oh, work on my that. God. And, and if imagine? he cancel if he cancels uh Gallison's the ringer who comes in dude.
1: yeah Ga- Gallison is he's, the, the back he's, he's our
0: parliament- parliamentary backbencher dude who's always <laughs> ready to fucking throw down because you could say we we, we had sex, that but we definitely didn't fuck. <laughs> you can say, like, people tried to cancel the Four Horsemen, but we definitely didn't fuck. Fun <laughs> uh, uh, oh, to let loose. Fun to let Sounds loose. Sounds like Sean Astin. That's pretty good. He looks like him a little bit, too, from Rudy. Yeah. Yeah, he looked yeah, like no, Over G- the G- Rings. Has, he has an allure dude and a magnetism oh. that is undeniable. He's a beefcake of the new age. You know? <laughs> Yeah, Larry, well, thanks for coming on here last minute, dude, and uh, anything you. beyond the Kennedy appearance you have on Fox coming on Monday night at 7 Eastern, anything else that you want to promote or that you have coming up? Yeah, let's see, uh, Spike Cohen will be coming on later this month, uh,
1: Tho Bishop will be coming back on on Tuesday night, I think, and then maybe Magnus Panvidya on Thursday night, still working that out with him.
0: Oh, little baby Boog.
1: Little baby boog. Um, He's
0: everything. Oh, we're doing Four Horsemen Sunday night.
1: Four Horsemen Sunday. I I don't even... I got to see if Dawson's secured that (laughs) guest, because apparently he knows a guy who was like leading the trucker convoy in Canada who got thrown in jail or something. So um, if we can get that guy, that'll certainly be interesting. Um,
0: AIB Denmark. Yeah,
1: I do have a Patreon now, uh, like you guys, but I am going to try... If I have time this weekend, hopefully I can actually set up my website where you can just pay me directly uh, what's your we'll patreon you... read um here let me send it to you because i can Absolutely type it, i can right type there, it
0: into there. the chat right now patreon.com slash yeah. um, boogaloo um that's it um yeah four horsemen sunday night um if we can't get him we can get um gallison we we can get a, a medium or a spirit someone who talks to spirits to get us the ghost of rosenbaum I'm
1: sending you that link in the private (laughs) chat there, Eric. John
0: Nelson, P1 Dizzy. Do you like the uh, Breakfast Club, P1 Dizzy? That's a great flick. That's a great flick. You could say that we had sex. You could definitely say it's Patreon, but you can't say it's a blockchain. (laughs) <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, yeah, thanks for tuning in tonight. This was kind of an impromptu last minute thing. And uh, like There's I said one. before, yeah, support Jackman radio. If you haven't clicked that subscribe, thumbs the video up, follow me on Twitter, Instagram at Jackman radio. And uh, if you want to become a patron, it's patreoncom slash Jackman radio. Or if you like Venmo uh, Senator Jackman 86, Mike, it's been fun. It's been a great cheers to all the truck drivers in Canada. I love you. Yeah. I'm so proud of my Canadian heritage. Keep on rocking in the free world.
1: Keep on trucking in the free world. Keep
0: on trucking. Fuck Neil Young. I still like his music, though. Yeah. All right. All right, everyone. Be good. Enjoy your weekend. Love and peace. Peace and love. Fuck Israel.